The following content has been provided by RWTH Aachen University. So as I already said, we now have a unified platform for a bunch of different devices. And um, so Windows 10 is actually supported on smartphones, typically the Lumia phones, but there are also other manufacturers. Uh, on tablets, um, you probably know the Surface tablets or also other manufacturers like Acer um, have Windows uh, running on their tablets. The PC, of course. Then we have the Surface Hub, which is not to be mistaken with the Microsoft Surface. So actually, uh, first when the name Microsoft Surface appeared, it was actually a multi-touch table. Then they decided, well, Surface is the name for the tablet. And then they came up with a new version of the multi-touch table, which is now called the Surface Hub. So here, some other confusion actually goes on. Uh, then we have the Xbox, which is the gaming console from Microsoft that also now runs Windows 10. HoloLens, uh, which is a um, augmented reality um, headset, uh, so lens that you can basically wear. And then IoT, which is basically a bunch of Internet of Things devices. So we have some kind of um, system on a chip devices like the Raspberry Pi, for example. They also allow you to run Windows 10. Of course, not in an extensive version as you, as you would expect it from um, a full-blown uh, graphical user interface and desktop system on, on a PC, but the core of Windows um, that is also uh, supported on these um, low computational platforms. Um, with Windows 10, Task View and the virtual desktops were introduced. Virtual desktop is something that you probably know from Linux, also from OS 10. Now it also comes to Windows, where you basically can switch between different um, desktops um, quite quickly. Task View is basically um, a similar thing as to Expose that you know from OS X or from macOS, um, where you have an overview of all the applications and windows that are currently running. So they get basically um, put together in an overview, and you can uh, quickly switch between them, which is actually pretty handy if you turn Windows 10 into tablet mode. So if you run it on a tablet where you basically need bigger touch targets, you can just tap on the different windows. Um, then Cortana, the intelligent voice assistant, has been added to Windows. It was first shown on the Windows phones, similar to what you know from Siri, and that is now even extended um, more and more. Microsoft also introduced a new browser, which is called Microsoft Edge, that replaces the Internet Explorer. And a special feature about this is here that now with um, the touch devices, where you also have pen input, for example, on the tablets, you can now annotate your websites if you would like to. Um, they also introduced Windows Hello, so an easier way to authenticate um, the user with a computer by fingerprint or face recognition. For face recognition, you need specific cameras that feature um, infrared light, for example, so you can log in without a password um, just by um, face recognition. As you will see in the annual update of Windows 10, Windows Hello will also come to different applications, like you can use this authentication, for example, to log in um, in, in Microsoft Edge on a certain, uh, to a certain service, for example. And also DirectX 12 um, and Xbox streaming, so you can now stream your game from the Xbox to your Windows machine if you would like to and um, play it there. So that's kind of theoretical. Let's have a quick look into a promo video, basically, that is cut together from the Microsoft Build Conference, which basically shows these different new features um, in action. <laughs>
what our consumer and our enterprise customers are demanding. So you've seen a couple of different devices that Windows runs on, of course a couple of different user interfaces like how that scales on the different screen sizes that you have available um, and you saw also some of the features that are just um, talked about. Uh, one other difference that Windows has been introducing is their um, upgrading and, and updating policy. Um, so the adoption rate of Windows 10 has actually been, been very high. But that is somehow because users were actually forced somehow to upgrade to Windows 10. So you've heard about users complaining that uh, on their Windows uh, 7 and Windows 8 machines, they got pop-up messages that basically asked them to upgrade now. And um, as you saw in the video, Microsoft was actually promoting a free upgrade, which is available uh, for one year, so until the end of this month. Um, and um, you can't actually decide whether you want to install updates uh, manually or not. Actually, you are forced to update your system um, as soon as you have an internet connection. Um, it will look for new updates and um, it's very hard actually to opt out. Um, if you have, for example, a volume license for an enterprise, then you can basically opt out some of the updates uh, to a particular um, interval uh, because you probably don't want to um, um, change or, or um, update your entire enterprise architecture. Um, but it's, it's very difficult now basically to say, well, I'm sticking with that version and um, sticking for that around for a long time. And that also basically means a change in the versioning. So Microsoft is actually anticipating that Windows 10 is basically now their new version and operating system. And as of that, Windows is actually now considered as a service where you basically have always minor upgrades going on and there's no like real big new thing basically. This content was provided by RWTH Aachen University.